Welcome back to the Barca Breakdown. My name is Yusef, and I'm here with my co-host, Adam. Hey guys, as always, please like, comment, and subscribe. Hit that sub button. It would really mean a lot to us, because today we're talking about a topic we all want to hear. Lionel Messi, Copa America champion, winning Ballon d'Or number seven. And, you know, there was a good ESPN FC video we saw going around YouTube talking about what's it going to take to stop Messi from getting it. That number seven, there is nothing in the world. According to the Barca breakdown, well, at least according to me, <laughs> we all know use has a little uh, bit of anti-Messi agenda, but it looks like after being the you know top scorer, top assister, best player of the tournament in this Copa America, looks like Messi has it coming home to Barcelona. So use why don't you go over a little quick refresher on how the Ballon d'Or is voted for? Sure. So FIFA has a rule and people are supposed to vote according to the on-field performance and overall behavior on and off the pitch. Um, the people who vote are a team of national coaches, captains, and a select uh, special journalist. So they all vote, um, and they so they have three votes. Their first, second, third preference. Their first preference gets five points, second gets three points, yep. and third gets one point. Um, and, and that's huge, yeah. right? Because like the ranked choice voting is really big because I don't know if you guys remember, Lionel Messi won the last Ballon d'Or number six. Uh, in 2019, and he was up against Virgil van Dijk, mm -hmm. who had won the Champions League that year and the Premier League, I believe. Um, and so I'm going to have to fact check that. But, you know, it was really close. Mm -hmm. And it was the fact that, you know, a lot of people put Messi first and second that really helped him win, uh, just barely eking out over Virgil van Dijk. And, you know, I think this year is going to be really intense to see if Messi wins because, you know, he's the best player in the world. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Uh, but there is a fatigue that happens amongst journalists, especially. I think it happens less amongst the players and the coaches. But with journalists, there happens to always be a fatigue about giving the best player the same award over and over. And it is kind of obscene. Messi's already won six, right? One more than Cristiano. And this might be number seven. And it happens a lot in, for instance, basketball. LeBron James, mm -hmm. right, only has three MVPs, even though he should probably have like six or seven. Um, so I think the first big worry I have when we talk about you know, things that might stop Messi from winning the Blonde Dior is the media and an overall fatigue. Uh, and then I think as we get into the player's use, right, I think the first one that comes to mind is Lewandowski. And this one kind of comes in right in the same vein as the whole media fatigue is that Lewandowski, rightfully so, should have won the Blonde Dior in 2020. No doubt about that, right? Everyone, I think, is in agreement with Bayern winning the Champions League, beating Barca, as we all remember, in that crazy 8-2. And so, you know, in the pro Lewandowski corner, right, he scored a crazy amount of goals. I believe this season he uh, broke Jared Muller's record for the most goals in a single Bundesliga season. However, he was injured and he didn't make the Champions League quarterfinals against PSG. It might have been the semis. And as well, Poland didn't do that well in the um, the Euros. They had a crazy last game where they almost made it to the group stage but or to the, the knockout stage but didn't. So, Yuse, what do you think about Lewandowski uh, overall this year? It's no doubt that Lidanowski is a phenomenal player, scoring tons of goals and you know breaking Muller's record. But at the end of the day, uh, this award is for the whole world performance, right? You're playing in these multiple competitions. If you're not able to show up in those competitions and perform, I don't think you should get an award that uh, rewards you for your calendar year performance because he only really performed really well in his uh, club team, which is in Bundesliga, you know, Bayern Munich. So at the end of the day, like I was saying, he hasn't done enough to get this Ballon d'Or, although he had a wonderful performance. Sure. 
Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, if you take Messi out of the equation and you try to figure out who the world's best player over the last two years, Lewandowski is probably number two, right? He is definitely the best striker in the world. He puts in a lot of goals, and as much as, you know, we'll talk about Jorginho and Conte next, I mean, scoring goals is what carries teams to victories. Um, Like you said, and like I mentioned before, missing the Champions League against PSG, even though it's by injury, I mean, hey, that, you know, you still have to account Mm -hmm. for that. And then, you know, if he was going to be a serious contender with Messi, he probably would have had to make the semifinals at least, if not the finals with Paul. Poland, even though they're uh, a worse off team. I mean, you're going against Messi, who won, you know, an international trophy that was so historic for his team. I think then as we get into the next, you know, probably number three, who's the favorite to win is Jorginho, right? And and this is kind of the, the Luka Modric rule, right? Because in, in 2018, Modric mm-hmm. won the Champions League with Real Madrid against Liverpool. He also made it to the World Cup final. And even though in that year, I think we all agree Messi was a better player. I mean, Modric, you know, he, he won and he made it to the final. And in the same vein, Jorginho won the Champions League with Chelsea. And he also won the Euros with Italy, which is pretty huge, right? And I think what makes it... Um, just on the trophy level, that's a big deal for Jorginho. So I totally understand people who want him to win. However, I think if you look at like the Champions League campaign for Chelsea or you look at the Euro campaign for Italy, I don't think he was the key player for either of those teams. He was, however, a huge, huge element of them winning. And so, you know, Jorginho deserves some credit. Uh, and I think that he will get a lot of nominations. I mean, you know, you see the the, the Cristiano Ronaldo fans on Twitter saying, mm-hmm. hey, we have to prop up Jorginho to make sure that he wins so Messi doesn't win another one and make but it even more clear that Messi's the greatest player of, of all like time this. above Ronaldo. Jorginho, no doubt, was mm-hmm. instrumental in those two uh, cha- champions, right? Uh, the Euros and the yep. Champions League. But, right, like if you go to vote and you have three votes and you have one, two, three, uh, I would not put Jorginho as my one. Sure, I could put him as a two or a three, but that's only three to one point. Mm-hmm. So, like at the end of the day, I think the thing that's going to stop Jorginho from winning is that people are going to think he did well, but not well enough to get that first place spot in their voting sequence. Sure. And and that's know, the yeah. thing, uh, kind of like you're saying, like Modric in that World uh, Modric for uh, Real Madrid mm-hmm. was huge. And Modric in that um, World Cup was also huge. He was undisputably Croatia's best player. He was, you know, besides Rakitic mm-hmm. at the time, who had those huge my boy, uh, you know, I was penalty for shoots so in like three uh-huh. straight, yep, in three straight rounds. I mean, Modric was clearly mm-hmm. the best player. Jorginho doesn't exactly have that same pedigree. Yeah. I feel like, right? We saw Chiesa, we all we saw Chiellini. Uh, you know, we saw an Italian team that was kind of more well-rounded than having like a top-heavy best player like Croatia did. Uh, and so I think you're right. And then, you know, finally, I think the last person that has to be discussed is Conte because he as well won the Champions League mm-hmm. with Chelsea. However, you know, before the tournament, it seemed like it was really going to be his year. And before the tournament, I would have said, hey, I think Conte is going to win the Ballon d'Or because I think France are going to win the Euros. But of course, with their huge uh, loss in the Euros and not making it past, what was that, mm-hmm. round of 16, I think, or quarterfinals, he just, you know, it seems like he's lost a lot of steam. But let's get to the man, the myth, the legend, the international champion, Lionel Messi. Because in our eyes, you know, the title of this video is What's It Going to Take to Keep Lionel Messi from Winning the Blown Dior? I don't think there is anything <laughs> that can keep him from winning a Blown Dior. And listen to this, use. He will be the first player to ever win a Blown Dior in three different decades, 2000s, 2010s, and 2020s. I mean, you, you know, if, as we start to look at why some of those players don't make it, Lewandowski or Jorginho in our mind as good as Messi I mean Messi was the player of the tournament Mm -hmm. for the Copa America he had the most goals he Mm -hmm. had the most assists we saw how you know passionate he was we saw him finally end 
four finals in a row he had lost with Argentina, ending a 15-year streak of not winning an international trophy. We saw that Argentina broke a 28-year streak of not winning a trophy. We saw Messi, you know, 33 goals, one less than Lewandowski, but 14 mm-hmm. assists. He won the Copa America. I mean, he's had some stupendous moments. Even, you know, we talked about Lewandowski and how he didn't show up in the um, games against PSG in the Champions League because he was injured. You know, Barca did lose in the Champions League against PSG. But at the same time, in that second game, Messi had probably the goal of the tournament, right? Mm-hmm. That long-range kick. Uh, and overall, he just had a wonderful year. And so I don't really think there is anything that's going to keep him ex- from winning except for the media fatigue. What do you I think? I mean, you s- all those points, like, listen to how you said all of that, right? Like, all of that stuff took the breath out of you. How many things did you just list off that just surmount to an incredible year? I love I Messi, you do, but, unlike you. Uh, mm-hmm. to surmount to an incredible calendar year season, right? Um, at the end of the day, Lionel Messi has done so much to bring the uh, Argentina team up. Right, he's the captain of Argentina. He's the captain of Barcelona. He's scoring goals. He's making assists. He's moving. He's pushing the team forward. The yeah. ball forward. Right. He's like a midfielder, yeah. but he's also one of the best scorers in the world. I mean, just everything about his game is so undisputed. And you know, we're preaching to the choir. All of you fans listening, you all, you all know fans, what Messi means to right? the team. You know how much, <laughs> yeah, you know how much better he is than the rest of the world. And so, as much as you know, Lewandowski's number two, and Jorginho had an impressive year. I just, I really think. Number seven's coming. So we all got to spam <laughs> LM, you know, hashtag LM7. We need to make sure that our voices See, are heard and no one tries to put any of these other players out. What's weird is that you, like, he's been on, before his uh, victory this year in Copa America, he's been on nine um, attempts to gain an international trophy. And, you know, all those years he was playing, he did wonderful. He won some of those a Balloon Dior in some of those years, but like, how could you not give the man this great trophy or this great award for winning the Copa America after so long and performing in in a sure. spectacular fashion? And you know, like, ima- remember the, of course you remember, but the uh, penalty shootout with Colombia, like that moment in itself, it shows that Messi is the leader. His performance on the field and off the field, technically, right? He's n- after he took his shot, he's just watching, and he's now trying to boost up his team to have his uh have them just stick out and you know i'm sure after uh screwing their penalty shootout in 2016 he was there to make sure that they had the confidence to go out there and do that and that's what a leader does and that's what the best player in the world does to people around him right he brings them up in argentina all the people posting about him um basically saying we did this for you you know and how could you how could you not give someone that trophy for being so great right that's i i can't say anymore <laughs> i mean he's you know th- there's so many like yeah. extra things we can throw in but he's just been the best player in the world this year there's no doubt about it he's getting it it's coming home to barca please like comment subscribe let us know your thoughts if you're you know gonna be anti-messy <laughs> anti just keep your comments to yourself but thank you guys so much i hope you have a great okay. week